Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. We made it to a Friday, and it's a meat Friday at that. King's Hawaiian is in the house. Stop it. Chef Greg is here. I don't even know some of the items on the menu. Now, they're all sliders. Just to let you know, we have the carne asada slider. We have the fog city slider. And we have the Milford Man Cave lobster slider. No, 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 no. Yeah, we do. We do. But I don't know some of these words. I don't speak Spanish. Um, gua, guajillo. 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 Dusted ribeye. Blistered uh, something. Venezuelan avocado sauce. Salsa criollo. And then that's on the King's Hawaiian pretzel slider bun. The Fog City slider. Smoked turkey, arugula, bacon, peppers, uh Havarti, excuse me. Havarti's a lovely type of yeah, cheese. Havarti's great. Uh, green goddess slaw. That's on the uh, the original King's Hawaiian rolls. The Milford Man Cave lobster slider. It's uh, Maine lobster, uh, Bernays sauce, <laughs> crispy potatoes, and that's on the original slider bunch. No, no, body. Body. get out of here. No one. <laughs> Holy Who smokes. Who has it better than we do? No. no Nobody. Seaton couldn't find the game last night. He's flipping through, <laughs> flipping through. Where's this game? Flipping I, through. <laughs> like, okay, look, I understand that my brain is not always functioning at the highest level. But I was, yeah, I turned on, I'm like, I'm scrolling through like, you know, Hulu. Where I'm like, where the hell is this game? And then I look, and on Fox, they have a, uh, it was um, the Mets were on. And I was just like, is it blacked out here because the Mets are on? But that's crazy. Why wouldn't it be on there? It's a game's got to be. It took me a solid, I don't know, 10 minutes. And then I look, I'm like, I swear there was a game tonight. And I see it's like in the first quarter. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Oh, that's right. I forgot Amazon is a thing. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just not a TV destination all the time. No, me. it's no, it's not. I admit. Yep. Yeah, Paulie. Can we create some type of like app for a smart TV 
that you input your settings. Like I'm, I watch football. I watch college football. I watch NFL. And your TV just, when it's kickoff, it turns on and goes to that game in whatever room you designate it to. So like if you're mm. running late, let's say you're coming back and you're like, you want to pick up some wings and some beer. You walk in, you're like, oh, I got to get it on Amazon. It's going to take me two minutes. It's already on. That can't be that hard to do, can it? Well, it's kind of like websites. If you go to them and then all of a sudden they remind you that, hey, we got a new sale going on. Right. You know, Zappos, you want new shoes. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, that's nice. They reminded me that maybe you could come up with an app that would be like, we want to help you out. If you want to watch football, here you go. We'll, we'll turn the TV on for you. Yeah, Seaton. Speaking of Amazon, I might as well just get all the gripes out now. Oh, uh, somebody's got to fix the damn sound on that broadcast. It's awful. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. It is awful. Yeah. Like, doesn't, doesn't anybody, you pay all this money for that game, and you can't hear that? It sounds like crap. Yeah. There's no atmosphere. You got no crowd sound. The mics are all over the place. It's terrible. Yeah. My wife walked by as I'm watching, and she goes, what's wrong with the TV? I go, it's not the TV. It's those who are producing the stuff that goes on the TV. Yeah, Pauline. I can't put my finger on it. I, I love Herb Street. I, I love Al Michaels. But when I have the game on, you ever have, like, your stereo in your car, and you have it, you know, the bass and the treble set, and somehow it gets reset, and everything's reset to, like, medium. Me- yeah. Medium. And you're like, where's, where's the highs? Where's the lows? It has that feeling. But Seton, is that what you're feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, not dynamic or something. Yeah. You know, it's just like – and the, to me, the crowd noise is an integral part of getting the atmosphere, and there is zero there. It feels like they're a million miles away from the game. And that was my complaint last year with it, that they were missing the fullness of the broadcast. Mm. That's – you know, when you tune in and it sounds like you're there or they they want to try to, you know, invite you in. So it feels like, man, I'm right there. And the way, you know, these TVs are in surround sound, it should be great. It should, you know, almost feel like you're part of you know the fan base watching this. Yeah. And I didn't have that last year. Yes. Yeah, and especially because people's home TV setups have really uh, like gotten much more premium or something you know what i mean like the home experience is so good that you have to capture that there that if lots of people have surround sound or things like that you know what i mean well we've created the atmosphere that's that is so good that you don't even have to go to a game that that it's with with the sound of it the tvs the quality that it's almost a better experience sometimes when you're sitting at home yes yes it's also hard to tell at home whether it's how they're miking up the field and miking up the crowd and, and the announcers or it's the delivery of Amazon to our homes. Because, mm. you know, when I listen to a game on ABC, those college football games, it's thunderous. The crowd noise almost overwhelms Fowler sometimes yeah. in, a, in a good way. And it's hard to tell what's going on there. By the way, I mentioned it's a meat Friday and Kings Hawaiian is here. They are cooking on the uh, Traeger grills, flat rock, flat top grill, and stock up for game day. Uh, Traeger.com, get unbelievable flavor with uh, Traeger. You can uh, get all the flavors they have, everything. They got uh, specials on right now, up to uh, 15% off select accessories for military members. Also, their grills on sale. Start shopping for uh, grilling essentials at Traeger.com. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Tyler's standing by to take your phone calls. Email address, dpdampatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP-SHOW. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app and also radio affiliates around the country. Sign up for the newsletter. Close to 80,000 of you have signed up for this newsletter, and uh, they recap the show. They do a wonderful job. Rob and Mario, every single day at 6 Eastern, they send it into your inbox. 
danpatrick.com, and uh, put in your email address, and they'll take care of everything after that. Play of the day coming up, poll questions, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you, as always, by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I think we're close to 400 Crappensburg State T-shirts that we have sold. Of course, we've sold 400 Crappensburg State T-shirts. Let's go crap you. <laughs> and I was wondering, did we make a mistake and not call it the University of Crappensburg so it'd be you crap or crap you? But it's Crappensburg State, and it's the uh, Dukies of uh, Crappensburg State. <laughs> you crap, we crap, all crap. Workshopping. But uh, you can go to danpatrick.com. All the T-shirts that we have, including uh, please re-drink sponsibly. That's sneaky good. <laughs> I, I hadn't even been dr- drinking when I said it that morning. Please re-drink sponsibly. Yeah. 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 Yes, Paul. Why do some schools go like, is it CU, Colorado? Yes. But it's not Colorado University. It's University of Colorado. But you hear them go, let's go CU. But if you go to their website, it's the uni- it's University of Colorado. But I'd always heard it as CU. And Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, you know, it's always KU. KU. But it's University of Kansas. It's not, it's not Kansas University, I don't think. But it's KU. Right, but I, I'm checking. Okay. Yes, yes, Tom. And what is, Cincinnati is UC? Is that what, uh, what they abbreviate it that way? University of Cincinnati. And then if you have UC, then you have UC Irvine and UC all the other California schools. That it, it's University of Kansas, but we call them KU. Okay. And then University of Colorado, but it, we call it CU? Correct. All right. Back to you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> oh, it's the little things that bother us today. And nothing should be bothering us. Sun's out, guns out, buns out. King's Hawaiian. <laughs> Why is it BYU when it's BYU? No, no, no. Uh, Niners handled the Giants last night. Man, I, 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 I struggled to watch that one. Like, all right, 3-3. Three, three. All right, maybe maybe something's interesting that's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the Niners acted like the Niners, and the Giants acted like the Giants. The Giants have allowed 98 points so far. They have generated zero turnovers, takeaways. Since 1960, there's only one team that's allowed more points through three games without a takeaway. That would be the 1998 Detroit Lions. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The other big news yesterday, the Cowboys lost their uh, talented cornerback, Trayvon Diggs, tore his ACL out for the rest of the season. And if you're looking at an impact player, yes, we talk about Micah Parsons, and rightfully so, but since coming into the league in 2020, Diggs has 18 interceptions. That's tied for the most over that span. Also, dangerous when he does pick off a pass, he has 203 interception return yards, third most over that same time frame. Also, it felt like they were throwing at him when he first got into the league, and now they don't throw at him. You know, Dion, I think, won Defensive Player of the Year one year, and he had maybe six interceptions, but they probably threw his way ten times. Uh, Darrell Rivas, you know, when you look at his interception numbers, they stopped throwing his way. So when you see somebody who has a lot of interceptions, I always wonder, 
Why did they keep throwing your way to allow you to get 50 or 60 interceptions? With Dion, it was like, we're not going on that side of the field. Or Jarrell Revis. And Trayvon Diggs, not in that same category, but that's a big loss. You know, when you start to look at some of the receivers that you're going to be facing, week five, the Niners with Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Chargers, Keenan Allen in week six, Mike Williams. Uh, week eight, uh, maybe Cooper Cup is back. Uh, Eagles in week nine, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Uh, week 13, D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Locke. You know, everybody has two receivers. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith with the Eagles. Um, they play the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. That's a big loss because they've been leading with their defense. Their defense has been dominating and maybe the best defense so far, but now with Trayvon Diggs out, that is a huge loss for that team. All right, uh, what's poll question we're going to go with today, Seton? We got a Pauly uh, special here. Oh. NFC, who you got poll ooh, question. Ooh. Your options are 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, other. Hmm. If I'm picking today, I, I got to fact in, factor in Trayvon Diggs getting hurt. Or I would take the Cowboys. Brock Purdy looks good. Offense, defensive line is good. They have depth. You know, they've somehow managed to be, you know, still great. And they whiffed on Trey Lance. They have money. But they stumbled into Brock Purdy. Imagine if they let him go and they got him in free agency. They didn't take him with the last pick of the draft. Well, he would sign a three-year deal. Now you have him for four years, and you have him for four years at less than $4 million. This is the window of opportunity for the 49ers. This year, next year, and probably after that. So they got a three-year window because then Brock Purdy is going to go, I think I need to be paid. What if you do this if you're the Niners? Let's say you see Brock Purdy play this year, play well, and maybe you – you know, Jalen Hurts, they're not the same kind of player, but Jalen Hurts had that, you know, coming of age, coming out party. Uh, you know, he's going to get paid. Brock, are you going to pay Brock Purdy $50 million a year? But let's say in three years, you say to him, or in two years, how about we give you five for 150? Five years, 150. So I, we're, we're going to give you... Instead of making a little over a million dollars in that last year, we're going to give you $30 million. And then you give them a nice signing bonus. Because your window of opportunity is usually uh, predicated on your quarterback and how much he makes. Look at teams down through the years. That ability, you know, what Seattle did with Russ, Patriots did with Brady. Having that ability to cash in, literally, on a quarterback who doesn't make money, and you can spread that out. And the 49ers have that. I mean, that's where you can get Christian McCaffrey. You can keep Debo Samuel. You can re-sign Bosa. You know, George Kittle. And they do have money under the salary cap. This is it. you got a two- or three-year window if you're San Francisco. Does Dallas have that same two- or three-year window? Because Dak got paid. You're going to have to pay Micah Par- How much is Micah Parsons going to get? If, you know, can I restructure Dak? And then what's, you know, Micah Parsons is going to make $30 million a year. So the window of opportunity, Philadelphia had to pay Jalen Hurts. 
Now can you keep some of those other players? The offensive and defensive line. You know, for San Francisco, you have it. You have it. You have an advantage over everybody right now. But you have to take advantage of it because that window doesn't last long. Yeah, Paulie. They were talking about how little Brock Purdy makes, not compared to the average American, compared to a quarterback. He's making like just over 900000 this year. He rooms with one of his linemen. Yeah. He has a roommate in San Francisco. I thought that was funny when Al goes, and this is how much he makes, and he's got a roommate. <laughs> like, okay. Micah Parsons is making $2.5 million this year. What a bargain. He'll make 2.5 next year, and then the fifth-year option, that's a team option. You know, they, they could keep him through 2025. I smell holdout. <laughs> they, no, they won't let him get there. Yeah. No, not, not with Jerry. The season he's having? Yes, yes. But if you're looking at most valuable, you know, if, if you factor in money, which you should, I mean, Mahomes is getting paid $50 million. Now, he's going to maybe get you to another Super Bowl or two. But Brock Purdy is making less than a million dollars and might get you to a Super Bowl. Now, you're asking Mahomes to do more than Brock Purdy, and they're not in the same category except for they play the same position. But when you factor in what Micah Parsons makes and Brock Purdy makes. Now, Micah Parsons is elite. Brock Purdy's not. But as far as value goes, my quarterback makes $800,000, and that allows us to get all these other players. Micah Parsons, the best defensive player in the game, is making, a, what, a little over a million dollars this year? Man, that's value. Having a great player who I, – I went back. I remember I argued this point when Big Poppy was making $5 million playing with the Red Sox. And A-Rod, I think, was making $30 million and they were up for MVP. And I said, well, Big Poppy is more valuable because he's making $5 million. And if I factor that in with performance, then he's an, he's the MVP. A-Rod had better numbers, but you're paying for those better numbers. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yes, Seton, what are we uh, what are we going to go with today? So, yeah, we're going to go with that one uh, about the NFC. But at okay. what point then does it get awkward with Brock Purdy? I would say after this year. If they go to the NFC title game, if they go to the Super Bowl, if he wins the Super Bowl, oh. then then you have to, I think, address it. The elephant is in the room, and you have to address that. But do you want to give Brock Purdy forty or fifty million dollars? Right? Brock Purdy could not lead. Like if I put Brock Purdy on the Bears, no, 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 that's too extreme. I, I wouldn't do that to him, but. Like, Brock Purdy is the right quarterback for this team. What if it's just like a three-year extension or something like that, and you get a big bunch of money right up front? Okay, let's say I gave him $90 million guaranteed. Yeah. Three years. And I did that after this season. Now, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to. That's the thing that's weird. The 49ers don't have to do anything. They don't have to do a single thing until he starts grumbling a <laughs> but little But that's bit. when you say, hey, we don't have to do this, but we want to do this. Here, by the way, being like, uh, you know, I don't make that much money. I have a roommate. Uh, dude, you make more money than, like, almost everybody on the planet. <laughs> Let's take a break here. We're just getting started. We're I mean, I have a roommate. That's how much little money I wear. <laughs> it's like $900,000. We'll take a break. <laughs> we have our poll question. Groceries are expensive. Thank you, Todd. Bay Area is not cheap. Yeah. 
You've seen real estate prices out How here. about we take a break? Doesn't go as far as you We're going to take a break. Taxes in Here California. we go. Cereals we prices. have taken a break. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. It's hour two. It's a meat Friday. Morale is high. King's Hawaiian came in, Chef Greg, and he's going to create the feast today for lunch, the feast of resistance. And he said, do you uh, mind if I whip up some breakfast sliders? And I go, no, nobody, nobody. Man, are these good. Man, did that make my day. Yeah. Holy smokes. And it's sort of an early birthday present for Paulie. All these birthdays this weekend. Thank you, guys. It felt Happy like birthday. birthday. Nobody Happy cares. Birthday. <laughs> we didn't say we didn't care. Yeah. yeah. We just had a birthday. Yeah. Yes, Todd. Can the Bears get him a win against the Chiefs on Sunday? I don't, I don't know. Realize, sorry. No. 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 I'm going to ask for something realistic. By the way, uh, here is the uh, menu. And once again, I, uh, I, I don't speak Spanish. I did ask Paulie. I think you speak it. Uh, Paquito. Pa- pa- Paquito. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, carne asada sliders, and uh, there's the Fog City slider. 
Fog you, City Slider has uh, smoked turkey. You pronounce Fog City correctly, Dan. Oh, it's it's not Foggy City. <laughs> Fog, it's Fog City. <laughs> um, the Milford Man Cave Lobster Slider. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. 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 Market price. This is the lobster <laughs> roll. <laughs> no, I'm not taking money out of my pocket. How many times have you seen market price on the menu Ooh. and then ask about what the market price is? I've never done it. I usually just shy away from that. Like, I'm not ordering that. Yes, I'm not getting that. Market like, price. Yeah, market yeah. price. If i got to ask, I'm not in. Yeah, because it feels like they might change it right in front of you. They look at you and you go, well, how much are we going to charge this goofball? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, fifty nine ninety nine market price. Uh, okay, I'm going to bypass that. Yes, Pauline. The lobster roll has become almost a delicacy where you could pay thirty five bucks for that at some places, like nice restaurants. They have data going back to the nineteen twenties here in Milford, Connecticut, that they had a place that specialized in lobster rolls, and this was uh, considered a poor man's food. But lobster roll market price. We have that later today. The uh, Milford Man Cave Lobster Slider. Our thanks to uh, Kings of Wine. They uh, came in and they're whipping up. I actually, I have a screen in front of me, and we have cameras all over the man cave. And I said, could you put the camera on the grilling area just so I can watch these guys? It's not distracting. I mean, it, it is distracting, <laughs> but it, it's, I don't care. Like just watching people create things like this, I love this. This is better than the game last night. Just watching uh, the, the chef create some things out on the uh, Traeger grills is better than what we saw last night. Yes, Eden. So is the uh, chef currently, is he the Brock Purdy Ooh. or the Debo, more, you know, Christian McCaffrey? I'd say he's Christian McCaffrey. He had a night. Yeah, he did. That's working out. You know what happens sometimes with uh, players that when they're hit, do they go down? Or do they get those extra three or four yards? The Niners, Debo certainly, and McCaffrey, I don't know what their their numbers are, but when they get hit after contact, you know, Nick Chubb was one of the best after contact. Uh, I'm sure Derrick Henry's number is pretty crazy. But when you get hit, do you get those extra three or four yards? And it felt like that. You were getting that out of those guys. Christian McCaffrey had 119 scrimmage yards, scored a touchdown, he scored a touchdown for the 12th consecutive game, if you include the regular season and the playoffs. And uh, so that ties him with Jerry Rice for the most in 49ers history. The NFL record, consecutive games with a touchdown. It's a tie, 15 consecutive games. And uh, one running back did it in the 70s, one running back did it in the 80s. Anybody want to offer up a guess? Paul? Marcus Allen? No. Marvin? Eric Dickerson? No. Back row? Todd, what about you? I was kind of leaning towards Dickerson also. Wait, were you listening? I was listening. uh, What was the question? I don't remember the exact question. That's twice. I don't remember the exact question. The exact wording. I was texting about it. Okay, so then you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. 
And then you lied to me. Something about Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you lied to me. It was something Christian McCaffrey. Todd. It was a good question. Todd. This is the second time this week. It's going to probably happen again. Sometimes I'm doing things related to the show, and I'm not fully paying attention at a given point. Okay. It's guaranteed to happen again. I, I knew that you didn't hear me. But it's not because I'm not paying attention to the show. I'm like actually doing something that affects <laughs> Well, no, me. you're not paying attention to the show. Seton, do you have a guess? Don't say Eric Dickerson. <laughs> Marcus Allen. 13. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's 11. All right, let me try it again. Okay. Roger Craig? Uh, no. So uh, the uh, record for games with at least one touchdown is 15. A running back in the 80s and a running back in the 70s. So 15 consecutive games, these two running backs scored a touchdown. Paulie? Try one more guess. I'm going to go Franco Harris in the no! 70s. Ooh. And John Riggins in the 80s. Yes! Oh, John Riggins. Okay. Now you're um, dying to know the 70s one. Tony Dorsett. O.J. Simpson. Glad to be Not on the show. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Yeah, stat of the day. Stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day. Brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Our streaming partner, our radio affiliates around the country, and uh, operator Tyler standing by for your phone calls. Say hello to those chatting on chat row. Yes, Seton. Do you think that um, players like Christian McCaffrey and Devo Samuel aren't getting tackled, or like they have those those like, like yards after contact because more yak the you more like defensive players they spend more time trying to punch the ball loose rather than actually tackling somebody. Well, form tackling is a lost art. You're trying to throw your body at somebody or blow them up or trying to go for the ball that, you know, you don't really see too much of that. But, I mean, those are great running, you know, they're great uh, runners mm. after the catch, um, and, and you're seeing that. But, I mean, Debo, Debo got banged a couple times, but, man, he bounces back, gets up. He doesn't go out of bounds. So, I, uh, I don't know what the uh, yards... Oh, Todd wants to join the show now. It wasn't just yards after the catch. Early in the game, he made a catch. The guys were banging into him from both sides to being a holding on to the ball is, a, is another amazing thing that he's able to do beyond just the yards after the catch. Thank you. Back to you in the studio. Thank you. We're talking about Debo Samuel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Todd is going to visit his daughter at Wake Forest, and he has to get out of here early. And uh, to to make the flight, not leaving now. It's just like but literally it feels 10 minutes like, early. It feels like I got one foot out the door. Yeah, yeah, you got your bag over there. I you, do have you my got bag your there. luggage because I have to pack my Monday. Laptop and Monday into the religious holiday. You're taking that off. I'm just just one big vacation for me. Right. <laughs> Long weekends of getting kidney stones removed. Oh, here we go. I'm on my yacht, getting my kidney stone pulled out of me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, poll question for hour two. All in favor of letting Todd go to the airport now, say aye. Aye. Why would you be mean like that on a Friday? We got sausage, egg, and cheese things, and King's Hawaiian, and then you're like making me feel guilty. Wait, Paulie said no. This is good content. I want to keep him here another hour and a half. The it way is he, good he, The scattered Todd is great. I, I did realize that trying to get out there 10 minutes early becomes like a thing that I'm like doing the show in, in injustice, like a horrible thing. All right. 
Which you were kind enough to ask me about yesterday. It said you need to leave a little earlier so you don't miss your flight, which was kind of you. Now it's become a, wow, you can't wait to get out of here. You also have a Sports Center tease. I do. And uh, before you leave. <laughs> Can we do that in the final segment of the show? Wow. No, because you'll be gone. Uh, That's yeah. my. Yeah. 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 You guys Maybe are very mean. Uh, by the way, we're doing bo- uh, boy bands today. We all picked out a song from our favorite boy bands. And that, yes, Mark. What? It's so exciting. In Sync was mine, but then I, I switched to New Edition. In Sync was one of those guilty pleasures of mine. You're driving around in your car. Oh, bye, bye, bye. One of your friends sees you. Oh, what's up, Marv? What are you doing? Listening to Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> Lying through my teeth. <laughs> yeah, I got Snoop on. I'm listening to Tupac. I'm listening to Pac. Uh, yeah, see. It was a, a funny email. I didn't realize that we were doing this today, so then I got an email from Marvin that was like, hey, send me your favorite boy band song. Yeah. Like, uh. I didn't have one. Okay. <laughs> my, my, my very first thought, honestly, was Motley Crue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're essentially a boy band on motorcycles, really, when you think about it. Okay. Vince Neil is essentially Justin Timberlake of, of hair metal in the oh, 80s. Hot take. Yeah. But my very first thought was like, oh, it's got to be. That's good. It's got to be Motley Crue. That's good. I, I didn't have a boy band. I never was a boy band fan, except for if you said the Beatles or Jackson 5. But then I don't know if the requirements of the rules, I was allowed to pick them. Because it had to be something that was constructed by somebody where they brought in three or four or five people from, you know, that didn't know each other. And then they collaborated and listened. Yes, Todd. The Jackson 5 and the Beatles, they're not cheesy to me. And I can't speak for like nine-year-old girls. But there has to be some kind of cheese ball effect by some people looking at them like you know, with their moves and everything to make it a boy band. You need that. Yeah, but the Beatles could have been cheesy. The early Beatles. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that can't be bad. Right, that's her first hit. I want to hold your hand. That could be cheesy boy band topics. You know, Jackson 5, same thing. And then they developed. But I I would have put them in in the boy band, but that's not the song that I picked uh, for my boy band. Yes, Paul? I think you could put Jackson 5 in because they were created by the family. You know, they, they placed people in different roles. They made Michael the youngest, the featured artist, and they were very young when they were hitting. I mean, Michael Jackson was a household name at 12. Yeah. I mean, deeply. All right, Todd, you want to do your Sports Center tease? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, do we have some music there, Marvin? Here we go. <laughs> Coming up on Sports Center, can you smell what the Brock is cooking? Purdy continues to produce. <laughs> Things get a bit punchy in Santa Clara, so why wasn't Trent sent packing? The Bears QB threw some arrows at his coaches. Will we be pointing fingers at Fields and Arrowhead? Digs this. A dominant defensive force in Dallas is done. Will the Bengals have their QB Monday night versus the Rams, or will they burrow their heads in the sand? The Buckeyes are right, ready to fight the Irish. Will Notre Dame South bend but not break on Saturday? Stay in your lane. Will it be another swing in an old Miss for Kiffin for Saban? Also, do you believe things will be just ducky for Colorado and Eugene, or will Oregon have Prime's number? Our shit door is wide open, so come inside, Sports Center Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Our Shador is open. Our Shador is wide open. Wide Come on open. in. Sports Center. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> we should ask ESPN to use one of those. You know, why don't, why, we got some friends over there still, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah. Tons of friends. How about Randy? Yeah. Randall K? Yeah, we could ask Randy Scott. Yeah. Okay. Randall K. Scott, maybe he could do that. You guys are just making fun of us. We don't do play on words and things like that. I don't know where you get that from. Wait, do they still do teases, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sports Center teases, sure. Oh, okay. 
And we know a guy who helps write this portion. Oh, yeah, your, your brother. He used to. He's in a different department, but he used to do that for He's for not doing Tease and Bump anymore? No, he's, does, oh. he's like filming like commercials with the athletes and stuff for like oh. movies when they show oh. those like movie promos. Right. And stuff. Moving on up. I like it. Uh, thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Thank you for that. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Thanks for humoring me. Yeah. By the way, um, we did the gambling podcast yesterday. Dan Patrick takes a gamble. It's Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, and Dylan, the graphics guy. And uh, Shea touches on a variety of topics, usually his marriage, uh, if he's on the wagon or not, uh, his, his background, <laughs> times he's spent in jail. And so uh, here's a little bit of Shea and Irving on the podcast yesterday. You know, when I walked in here today, I saw a, a little nip of a fireball. Oh, gross. No. It, Who would it, do it that? It was Dylan. Oh, yeah. disgusting. It was on I, the floor. We went out and got our usual white claws. So like I got a nip. men do. Like men do. And then they, <laughs> they, men, men also get a nip of fireball. Oh, give me that Shay's bottle. Shay's drinking, let everyone. Me, let me just say, hey, stop. You're not allowed to say anything. Shay's not drinking. At all. No. No, I no, know. I'm just you. being Thank a as. <laughs> it's kombucha Durka, Durka. yes Shay you know it, I, I paused for a reason because he had a white claw and he was going to open it up and then I just like alright you're going to bust yourself here but he tells me that you know things have never been better with the roommate the Cowboys are playing well and uh, he's in a great place yes he my mom met Shay and Irving yesterday oh, okay. uh, and she invited him over she was like, he, my mom, uh, she lives in Long Beach Island in New Jersey. And Shay was like, I just spent the summer there. I was just down there or whatever. He's like, and, you know, he's doing this whole Shay thing. And she went, well, why didn't you come over? You should have stopped by. Next time you're there, come over. We'll have dinner. Oh, boy. That, that is a combo right there, Shay and, and my mom. I think, I'm, it. I think I'm going to his house next Wednesday to have dinner. Fun. And uh, do his podcast. And his, uh, you know, his wife is going to make us dinner. And I wanted to make sure that they were on good terms because I didn't know if I could trust her if she was making dinner for us, what she might do. <laughs> and he said, no, you know, Danny, three weeks, we're doing well. And I said, all right, then I'll uh, maybe go over there on Wednesday night. Roommates making pot roast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, take a break here. Did we come up with a poll question, Seton? Uh, yeah, we have one. Uh, how do you like your orange juice? Pulp, <laughs> some pulp, no pulp. Oh, Okay. Nobody's doing that one. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, college football weekend. We'll uh, look at some of the bigger matchups. And then uh, we have a new segment, Paulie. The MMWGOTW, the most must-win game of the week. We did this last week. <laughs> Dan, it's flying off the shelves. Okay. MMWGOTW. Okay. All right, let's take a break. We have a lot to get to. Todd Blackledge, the uh, former quarterback, he is uh, going to be on the call with Notre Dame and Ohio State. He'll join us a little bit later on. Uh, take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Get some more phone calls. Uh, Todd Blackledge set to join us. He'll be doing the game. He'll join us from South Bend here in a moment. I was curious what Nick Saban's stats are in September in his coaching career. Since taking over at Alabama, 2007, 62-4. 62 and 4 in September. 27 and 0 in September from 2016 through 2022. That's 27 and 0. Uh, prior to November 1st, Nick Saban's record is 121 and 8. <laughs> but if Ole Miss wins, so now you got two losses. Does it become a thing? If Clemson loses. That's a good way of saying it. It becomes a thing. Thing. 
Yeah, because we're big on things. Colorado's a thing. You're not going to get fired, but it's a thing, right? No. By the way, uh, A.J. McCarron will join us coming up on Monday, the former Alabama quarterback. Um, Also, we were wondering about this. Micah Parsons right now is league MVP. All right? Now, I know Tua is the favorite to win the MVP, according to DraftKings. I don't know where Micah Parsons is on that list. We've had the defensive player win the MVP, the overall MVP, twice. I think Lawrence Taylor and Alan Page. Uh, I don't. They don't make the vote totals public, so I don't know where J.J. Watt finished any of those years. He was the defensive player of the year, and it always felt like that was sort of the cop-out. Like pitchers, hey, you got the Cy Young, you shouldn't be up for MVP, and I disagree. I think there have been cases when pitchers were the most valuable player. Do you have the current odds on MVP? Yeah, and unless I'm going to check, I'm checking a few sites. I don't have Micah Parsons in the top ten, and I got Tua, Mahomes, Josh Allen, the usual, the usual suspects. That that's, it seems like almost like it's they shuffle defenders to defensive MVP. Yeah, but I mean, he's not replaceable. He's even more important now with Trayvon Diggs going down, right? I would think. I think you can get uh, Micah Parsons at like, he's 12th in the MVP odds on the places we see. How is that possible? Now, okay, I can make a case that a quarterback has more of an impact, any of these quarterbacks. Brock Purdy has more of an impact on a game because he's the quarterback. But Micah Parsons, as far as people who make plays, is the most valuable player right now. Right? I mean, the Jets' defensive coordinator came out and said, uh, we underestimated how fast he was. (laughs) Did you not watch film? Could you you make the case that uh, he would be harder to replace than Tua would be with Miami? Because whatever quarterback took over for Tua would still have Hill and Waddle. Yeah. I I know you're splitting hairs, but it's closer than being ranked 12th at the MVP. I want to play what Andy Staples said yesterday. Andy was on. He covers college football. Um, the website is uh, and one. And uh, he was talking about, I, I wanted him to compare Justin Fields and Brock Purdy with Justin Fields coming out of Ohio State and where the receivers are always open. And then Brock Purdy playing at Iowa State where he had to sometimes throw his receivers open. So here's a portion of what Andy Staples had to say comparing Justin Fields to Brock Purdy. I think that's that's going to be the question until one of them kind of breaks out and becomes a success in the NFL is are they not asked to do the things that they need to do? And the other just obvious thing with Ohio State quarterbacks, their receivers are so <laughs> much better than everyone else. There's a different kind of open at Ohio State than somewhere else. Like I'll give you an example. Brock Purdy's receivers at Iowa State weren't nearly as open as Justin Fields' receivers. So Brock Purdy had to learn to fit it in there. Justin Fields, for the most part, had somebody wide open. That's Andy Staples. I had not heard that, and I really like that analogy, that comparison that he had. Let's bring in Todd Blackledge. He played the position, won a national title at Penn State, former NFL quarterback, and he will be there, NBC, Big Ten Saturday night, South Bend. It'll be Catherine Tappan, Noah Eagle. Todd will be uh, in the booth with them. And the festivities start tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Todd, let me start there with what Andy Staples was saying. The challenge of coming into the NFL where quarterbacks have receivers open 
as opposed to a quarterback who has to throw his receivers open. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting point. I mean, you still have to have basic mechanics and fundamentals to be an accurate thrower, you know, even if you don't have to fit in all tight windows and you have guys getting open, yeah, that's you still a- have to put the ball in the right spot. I think in the case of a Brock Purdy, he also, you know, he didn't necessarily have the ability to you know, to run, extend plays, do all that kind of things the way a Justin Fields does. And so he had to make sure that he was good with his timing, good with his accuracy, good with his anticipation, just to, you know, to be good, period, uh, as a college quarterback. And certainly that's translated well for him in the NFL, too. So what's Justin Fields' issue? You know, I haven't watched enough to, to know. I mean, obviously, it, it seemed like he and, and the offensive staff need to be on the same page. You know, they need to understand, okay, these are the things I do well. Let's let's build around that. These are the things I don't like. Uh, and, and they just need to get on the same page and make sure that they are calling plays that he can be successful at and that he feels confident and comfortable in. And um, so, I, you know, I think it's a combination. I think it's him maybe, you know, locking in a little bit more and, and becoming more accurate and more in tune to what it takes to be a, a high-level quarterback. And then I think the coaching staff and the play calling need to work in conjunction with him in a, in a higher way. How much of an advantage is Sam Hartman's age? I think it's a huge advantage. I mean, in fact, just watching him on the practice field um, and just, you know, his presence, it reminds me of the presence Stetson Bennett had with Georgia the last two years. An older guy. Now, Sam had way more playing experience than Stetson Bennett, you know, but it's just that maturity that, that you know, you're in a locker room with a lot of 18, 19, 20-year-old kids and here's a guy who's played 50 games at, at the Division One level, the Power Five level. And so uh, he's got the beard. I mean, he looks older, you know, and he acts older. And I think I think that's a calming presence on that football team. How good is Marvin Harrison? He's as good as I've seen. I mean, I, you know, and I've seen some great Alabama wide receivers, some outstanding players at Ohio State before him. Uh, I don't know that I've seen anybody any better than than Marvin. I mean, he is the complete package. I mean, he's big. He's extremely fast. He runs great routes. He has excellent hands. Um, and and I just think the ceiling for him is is still out there. I think when he gets to the next level, you know, he'll be an even better player. But is there a comparison? We always like comps. Is he a Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> or is he a Randy Moss or I, I yeah, I would say probably closer to Randy Moss, oh. uh, you know, in my in my opinion, because of the speed, you know, and uh, because he does have that outstanding speed that, you know, the long speed and top on top of, you know, the quickness and the route running, which I think the route running and a lot of the nuances of being a wide receiver um, he got from his dad, you know, and was taught because Marvin Sr. was an outstanding receiver and route runner, Hall of Famer. But but Marvin Jr. is a bigger body, and typically it's harder for bigger body guys to be intricate route runners. And so that, to me, is one of the things that makes him very special. Todd Blackledge will be on the call, NBC. It'll be Big Ten Saturday night. It'll be Ohio State at Notre Dame, and uh, that'll be starting at 7.30 Eastern on NBC in Peacock. How sustainable is what Dion's doing at Colorado? <laughs> Well, you know, at this point, I'd hate to to bet against him, you know, or say that he can't do anything because it's amazing what he's done so far. Um, 
you know, the only thing I don't know, and because I've not covered one of his games, so I don't know the quality of depth that he has on his roster. And that's the thing you worry about, you know, as the season goes on and you start playing conference games, you get some guys dinged up. Um, what's your depth like on your offense and defensive lines in particular? That That's the, the biggest question I have. Um, you know, they're already without Travis Hunter, who is electrifying. Uh, they're going to be without him for, you know, potentially for a game or two. But uh, so but in terms of how well coached they are and the level that they execute at, um, I think I. I think they can compete with anybody right now. And I think Shadur Sanders is in a conference full of great quarterbacks. Uh, you know what the, the conference formerly known as the Pac-12. I mean, uh, he fits right in that mold. Uh, NIL or transfer portal having a bigger impact on college football? I, I think I think the NIL, uh, I think both for sure. Uh, but I think the NIL because at least with the transfer portal, it's like everybody's playing with the same deck of cards. And with the NIL, it's, it's kind of all over the place, you know, and, and um, some places are doing more with it. Some are doing less, some are allowed to do more, some are allowed to do less. And so I think there's, there's more inequities, you know, right now, because there's no real oversight on it uh, from a national perspective. Um, so I think it's having a bigger impact right now than, than the portal. But from the, the, the standpoint of redoing a roster and, and reshaping a team, uh, you can get a lot done with the portal. And instead of having to wait on high school kids to develop, uh, you can go find guys that have, you know, their resume on tape of playing at that level and plug and play a lot easier. Well, you have these old school coaches uh, like uh, Dabo Sweeney. He doesn't believe in, you know, NIL, Uh, you know, the anti-transfer portal. You know, at some point, you you know, I don't I don't know. Can you survive without embracing uh, NIL and transfer portal? No. And, and, you know, I know Dabo has not wanted to really do a lot with the transfer portal. I do know they have NIL stuff going on at Clemson uh, because I've, you know, done a couple games and I and I know some of the things that they're doing. but no, I think you have to embrace all those things um, because we're not going back to anything different. We're not going back to the way it was. The transfer portal is here. Uh, you know, they they will tweak it in terms of how many windows there are and how long those windows are where kids can jump in and out of the portal. Uh, but we're not going away from that. And NIL is not going anywhere either. In fact, it'll probably just continue to grow. Could, could you imagine Joe Paterno, Woody Hayes, <laughs> Bo Schembechler embracing NIL? <laughs> no, I yeah, it's it would probably be uh, enough to drive them out of the game. You yeah. know, I don't think that they would would want to be in the game uh, with with the kind of stuff that that coaches have to deal with now because you know managing a roster is nothing like it used to be. Used to those old school coaches, they'd recruit a kid, redshirt most of their freshmen, have them for five years you know, and build their roster that way, those days are way, way gone. Great to talk to you as always. Have fun on Saturday night. Thank you, Todd. Thanks, Dan. Take care. Todd Blackledge, he'll be on the call with Noah Eagle, Catherine Tappan. It'll be Notre Dame and Ohio State, Saturday, 730 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. All right. From a perception standpoint, how important is this game for Notre Dame? Now, you're hosting Ohio State. It was a good game last year in Columbus. What was the final score, Paulie? That was to open the season. It was a really good first half. They lost 21-10, 
and then they followed it up with a, that wonky loss to oh, Marshall the yeah, next week. Yeah, Notre Dame last year, if they had had a, a quarterback, they had a bunch of close games that you know a couple. They lost to Stanford just last year. I know. Well, they got a quarterback. So you're saying it's uh, with Notre Dame if they win it, people look at them differently. I think so. Yeah. Even if they keep it close, but you know these are the games. If you're going to be an elite team, you you know you're playing a great team, but you got to win these games. It's sort of like Jacksonville against Kansas City, where I'm like, okay, are they going to take that next step? Is Trevor Lawrence going to take that next step? Then win that game, and they didn't play well at all. But you got Sam Hartman, who's 24, and the moment's not going to be too big for him. But I just don't know how good Notre Dame is. Ohio State. Always going to have weapons. Always, they're going to have more talent. But Notre Dame at home, got to win these games. But I think perception-wise, is it going to be, yeah, same Notre Dame? Or is it going to be, you know what? They went toe-to-toe and won that game. Yeah, Paulie. And if they can win at Notre Dame, that sets up home October 14th, USC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. All right, let's take a break. Oh. If you're watching on Peacock, and why, uh, why would you be? Of course, because America is. I don't know if I said that the right way. If you're watching on Peacock, why wouldn't you be? Uh, you can see the Feast of Resistance that people from King's Hawaiian came in, took over the Traegers, and we are going to go out and sample what they have made for us. We'll uh, come back. Last call for phone calls. Wait, where's Fritzy? Did he go to the airport? En route to... Uh... Oh, is he out early to make sure he gets his... Okay, Fritzy's on the road. All right. Get started. He's got Monday off. He's got the Jewish holiday. All right. Okay. Fine. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at keepersheartwhiskey.com.